0: Welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway?, a show where our host engages in a lively conversation with the guest, the guest chooses the topic, and the host has no prior preparation or knowledge of the topic. Please note that the opinions expressed on this program are the opinions and views of the host and the guests, and are not necessarily the same opinions and views of Al Seeger or Point of Insanity Game Studios. And now, here's your host, Chad Knight.
1: Hello, and welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway? Episode 49. Welcome to my mind With this episode dropping a few days after July 4th, I'd like to talk about America and her last 241 years. I was born in 1976 on the 200th anniversary of the United States. Now, I was not born on July 4th, but I was born within that year. Just to be clear, I feel honored not only to be born on that auspicious occasion, but in America. I refuse to make this a political statement, as I have done that for far too many weeks in a row already. I can honestly say that there is a lot of good in America. There's also a lot of things that need to be fixed. That, however, is not what this mindmare is about. I want to talk about the roots of this fine country. Here are some little-known facts about the founding of this country. Now, I found these on a website called Dobbs.com lost souls genealogy one there were two boston tea parties everyone knows how 50 or 60 sons of liberty disguised as mohawk native americans protested the three cent per pound british tax on tea by dumping chests of the popular drink in boston harbor on december 16th 1773 fewer know that the improper bostonians repeated this performance on march 7th 1774 the two tea parties cost the british around three million dollars in modern money two Benjamin Franklin wrote the first Declaration of Independence. In 1775, Franklin, disgusted with the arrogance of the British and appalled by the bloodshed at Lexington and Concord, wrote a Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson was enthusiastic, but, he noted, many other delegates were revolted at it. It would take another year of bitter conflict to persuade the Congress to vote for the Declaration of Independence written by Jefferson, with some astute editorial suggestions by Franklin. Number three. History's first submarine attack took place in New York Harbor in 1776. The Connecticut inventor, David Bushnell, called his submarine the Turtle because it resembled two large tortoise shells of equal size joined together. The watertight hull was made of six-inch thick oak timbers coated with tar. On September 6, 1776, the Turtle targeted the HMS Eagle, flagship of the British fleet the submarine was supposed to secure a cask of gunpowder to the hull of the eagle and sneak away before it exploded unfortunately the turtle got entangled in the eagle's rudder bar lost ballast and surfaced before the gunpowder could be planted four there were women in the continental army even a few who saw combat Probably the best known is Mary Ludwig Hayes, nicknamed Molly Pitcher. She replaced her wounded husband at his cannon during the Battle of Monmouth in 1778. Another wife of an artilleryman, Margaret Corbin, was badly wounded serving her husband's gun crew at the Battle of Harlem Heights in 1776. Thousands of other women served in Washington's army as cooks and nurses. At number five, King George almost abdicated the throne when the British lost. After Yorktown, George Third vowed to keep fighting. When Parliament demurred, the king wrote a letter of abdication. He tried to console himself with the thought that Washington would become a dictator and make the Americans long for royal rule. When he was told that Washington planned to resign his commission, the monarch gasped, If he does that, sir, he will be the greatest man in the world. And, as we all know, he did give up that commission, and he retired to Mount Vernon thinking his service was done. However, three years after, he was once again dragged kicking and screaming into the limelight when he was elected the first constitutional president of the United States. He would go on to two terms as president and be one of the greatest political and revolutionary figures in history. Remember, the men and women who fought England and her tyranny were patriots and traitors. And mind-mare. Our guest tonight, I've known Tracy, I'm afraid, for close to, if not more than 30 years. Did you ever think back in school, grade school, that we would utter the words, no one, well, anyone for more than 30 years?
2: 30 years? I'm pretty sure I thought I was going to be dead at that point.
1: <laughs> so welcome back. Uh, how have you been since our last go at this?
2: Oh, not bad, not bad. Uh, life has moved along as usual.
1: Yes, and we have a special guest with us tonight. We got little Jacob with us. So if you hear some crying in the background, I swear to God, it's not me.
2: Nah. Though I could make them cry easily, i just choose not to.
1: <laughs> she used to on a regular basis, actually. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I've added a new segment to this, getting to know my my uh, people. Uh, are you ready for five questions? Oh, lay it on me. All right, let's jump into five questions. Number one, your favorite food.
2: At this point, anything warm that I don't have to prepare or clean up after.
1: Oh, so you never get your favorite food no
2: i i don't I, amazingly I get to eat once in a while i, I it's amazing I'm at the weight I am. <laughs> my kids get most of my food well, so, i, I have that food. i have
1: that same I have that same problem except mine is stress. They say stress is something that causes weight loss. They're liars liars, because I eat when i stress uh, yes, I do see the my problem is is I nurse,
2: so I can't stop eating
1: right so ice cream is my friend. <laughs> All right, so question number two. Your favorite band or musician? Band or musician? Wow. There's something beside toddler music? (laughs) There is. I I know you used to listen to it.
2: I I used to listen to music. I I range anywhere from classical to, you know, headbanging, heavy metal, uh, Megadeth, uh, Enya, Tchaikovsky, Guns N' Roses, you
1: know. That is quite the, uh, what would you call that? That would be eclectic. quite, yeah, eclectic uh, grouping. All right. Number three, besides being a mother, what is your occupation? I would go to daycare. <laughs> so you would never get away from them? No, no. All right. Uh, what is your favorite game, whether um, it be board game, video game, um, let's see.
2: Uh I am pretty much restricted to the five seconds I could actually do something. So that pretty much puts me down to the Nintendo uh what is it DS
1: now? Okay. Yeah, D S is where they're at now. And I'm guessing Pokemon of some sort? Uh normally Pokemon or Harvest Moon. Okay. So then number five, what is your favorite entertainment? Whether it be radio, TV, movies, your children. Does sleep count? <laughs> I don't know if that, I suppose for you, if it's entertaining to you, then.
2: If if it means I'm not awake going, please, Lord, make it stop. It seems like entertainment.
1: Okay, we'll say it's sleep. All right. All right, this is where you get to tell us more about yourself. This is your time. Tell us a bit more about you. Wow,
2: that's a short and really long book. I'm not sure which. That's how sleep-deprived I am tonight. Um,
1: Well, how old is uh, Jacob now? Jacob
2: is, he will be two months on the third. So he's still just a pretty little guy. Yeah, he's tiny. He's actually pretty good. He will let me sleep four to five hours at night. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Emma. By the time she was uh, three, four, probably about three months old, she slept through the night for the first time. So. Yeah. It was. It was kind of nice. It scared the hell out of Nikki. Exactly. exactly. But it was kind of nice. And I will let you know when Molly figures out how to sleep through the night.
2: Yeah, my boys are the same way. Vinny's Vinny's six, Joey's three, and yeah, they still come downstairs.
1: (laughs) All right, so we're going to jump into Today in History, and then we'll come back and we'll talk whatever topic it is you brought. Ah, Sounds good. All right, so Today in History, I get all my history facts from www.history.com slash history So July 7th, 1900, Warren Earp killed in Arizona. Warren Earp, the youngest of the famous clan of gunfighting brothers, is murdered in an Arizona saloon. Nicholas and Virginia Earp raised a family of five sons and four daughters on a series of farms in Illinois and Iowa. Three of the Earp's sons grew up to win lasting infamy. On October 26, 1881, Wyatt, Virgil, and Morgan Earp fought a brief shootout with the Clantons and McLauries in Tombstone, Arizona. The Earp brothers, along with their friend Doc Holliday, managed to kill all three of their opponents. The gun battle, which was named after a nearby livery stable called the O.K. Corral, later became a famous topic of sensationalistic dime novel writers and movie makers. Ever since, Wyatt, Virgil, and Morgan have been icons of the Old West. The youngest Earp brother, however, did not share in the fame of his older brothers. Warren Earp was probably in Tombstone on the day of the famous gunfight, but for reasons that remain unclear, Warren did not join in the gunfight. The eldest Earp brother, James, did not participate either. Warren, however, was involved in the bloody series of revenge killings that followed the shootout. Within six months of the first gunfight, Morgan Earp was assassinated and Virgil Earp was badly wounded. Wyatt presumed the Clantons and McLareys were behind the attacks. Determined to strike back, Wyatt turned for help to his little brother, Warren. Together with Doc Holliday, the two brothers took their vengeance, killing two men suspected of having been behind Morgan's murder. In danger now of being arrested for murder, the three men fled to Colorado. After he parted ways with Wyatt in Colorado, the record of Warren's life becomes obscure. He apparently traveled around the West for several years before finally returning to Arizona. On this day, in 1900, Warren reportedly had too much to drink at the headquarters saloon in Wilcox, Arizona. He began to abuse some of the customers, and a man named John Boyette killed him in a gunfight. Later, Boyette was tried for murder and found innocent on the grounds that he had acted in self-defense. All right, so... There we go. One of the lesser-known Earps. In fact, until I found this, I did not know he existed. He's not in the movie Tombstone, which is pretty much all I know about White Earp. Uh, you know, but just the fact that there is life outside of the famous people of the Old West. Now, I'm an Old West kind of junkie, but it's just kind of a neat little story. So, all right, this is the time. This is where, this is where all the fun and magic happens. So, what are we talking about this time?
2: Oh good lord! If I was awake, I'd actually be able to give you a topic. Um, yeah, I came in here. To, we're gonna kind of freestyle it.
1: Okay, we uh, did that last
2: time. We, well, yeah, we did, but I at least had a little bit of. It. And okay. If, if anyone remembers last time, I was finding out I was about to be unemployed. Yep. And pregnant. Yep. And then since then, I've been unemployed and had a and baby. baby. <laughs> so it's been a few months. In the meantime, a lot less sleep is happening. Oh, let's see here. So, let's catch up with life in general. Okay,
1: we can do that.
2: Has things gone weird for you? It just
1: seems like the world
2: seems like a crazier place.
1: You know, I don't know if it's gone weird. I think it's just weird because we have a lot of things going on now, and you have a lot of the same things going on. Both of our oldest daughters graduated this year. Yes uh mine is headed for the university of wisconsin in milwaukee and mine is
2: moving out at some point this summer and still finding that spot in her life
1: and that's fair enough i mean not everybody well a not everybody goes to college and b not everybody goes to college right out of high school exactly you know i i had no intentions of going to college and my parents said you're going to college mm-hmm. and by the way you're paying for it yourself so you know it was interesting um for those of you out there listening that may be at that age of thinking about going to college or not, if you're leaning towards not, don't let your parents force you into it because it takes three semesters to get kicked out for academics. Uh, and I wonder how you know
2: this fact.
1: Because it took me three, three, quarter, or three semesters to get kicked out for uh, <laughs> for uh, grades. Ooh. You know, and it was one of those things. I didn't want to be there. I wanted to get life started. I wanted to work, you know. But in the long run, I did eventually go back. I did get my degree, and I now do jobs where I don't have rough hands. So, Isn't that lovely? Sometimes, yes. And other <laughs> times, you know, I, I run into my cousins and my uncles and stuff, and you shake their hands, and you're like, 30-grit sandpaper.
2: Yeah, no kidding.
1: You know, and it's like, and you kind of feel like, at least I do, because my family has always been blue-collar. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, oh, maybe I did something wrong. But it's like, no. Technically, I have a white-collar job. I like sitting on my butt. Thank you. I do too. And, you know, it helps me keep my girlish figure.
2: <laughs> Dude, I work in a daycare. I don't sit down ever, and I still don't have a girlish figure. Oh.
1: Well, you know, I always say I have a figure. Round, round is round a shape. Round is a shape.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh,
1: But, yeah, so we uh, we just had Emma down to Milwaukee to sign all the paperwork for housing and get her uh, her initial... um. Uh, her first semester of uh, of classes picked and, and things like that. So it's been interesting. Um, so
2: how much of that did you help her with and how much of that did she actually do? Um, I'm curious as to how much parent intervention there is.
1: Well, okay, let's talk parent intervention because I actually had very little to do with it. Um, I was unable to make the trip down because it was the middle of the week, of course. Um, and where I work, I get absolutely no vacation. Well, that's not true. I get two weeks a year which is, compared to what my wife gets, absolutely nothing. Um, But uh, we did talk about it. Uh, Nikki and her sat down, and they went through, you know, classes she needs, classes that she um, has tested out of, or classes that once all the credit transfers from AP tests are done. And they avoided those. So, you know, it's one of those things. There was quite a bit of parental intervention this first semester. Okay. But then again, she's not 18 either.
2: That's true. Yours is younger than mine, even though grade-wise they're the same. Right.
1: So she will not be 18 until after her first semester is complete.
2: Oh, that's just weird.
1: It is. And uh, one, one of the funniest stories I can come up with about this whole thing is a few months ago, she said to Nikki, she goes, you know, I'm thinking maybe I do want a car in Milwaukee. Why? Well, <laughs> you know, just as a, as a freedom thing. And Nikki said, well, you know, with your tuition, you get... Uh, free bus pass so they she can use public transport in milwaukee. in milwaukee to wherever she needs to go if she needs to take the bus out to walmart or whatever she can use that they also have a private service that they have on campus they can use at no charge to the kids they also have um for i think it's twenty dollars a year we can buy her a pass to what they call the bubble bikes down there which are just oh, bikes yeah I they're think you, goes, you know what yeah. they are they they're kind of like a bike rack full of bikes you put your card in you take a bike you drive to wherever you need to be drop in another bubble place and yeah you know for twenty dollars a year i'm like yeah so there's that and then um even late at night like two in the morning the guy one of the tours we did the guy's like you know it's two o'clock in the morning and you feel like you know he named some kind of taco place there you know it must be open 24 hours He's like, you call this number, a car comes and picks you up, you know, and these people are all vetted by the university. They will drive you there and drive you back at no charge. So you're saying I need to go to college. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it, it's just, it's those things that are, you know, but then she said, I still would really like a car. And Nikki and I talked about it and I said, you know what? If she wants a car, I don't have a problem with that, but she's going to have to pay for
2: uh-huh the list
1: the list you know i said she's gonna have to pay for the car because we're not buying our car mm-hmm. you know she has to pay for the fee to park it she has to pay for gas while she's down there she has to pay for maintenance if anything comes up you know yeah so her and nikki sat to, or her and emma sat down and not so much freedom they went you know and they started going through the numbers and nikki and emma's like well how much do i need for this and you know nikki's giving her numbers you know and of course they're all estimates but we've been through having a crappy car You know what you have to pay for and how often it comes up. I remember my college car. I fed more money into that thing. That thing was worth. Exactly. And so, you know, and she broke it all down. And so in the end, Emma's like, I'm going to need like $400 a month just for the car. And Nikki goes, and then you have to pay the $1,000 for the semester to park it.
2: (laughs) Did her jaw drop?
1: Oh, yeah. So all of a sudden, she did not want a vehicle ever. She didn't want a vehicle in, in Milwaukee anymore. And I'm okay with that. Good call. Good call. So, you know, it, it's those things. Uh, Molly has decided um, that she wants to spend uh, senior year abroad. Ew. I don't think it's going to happen because we said that's great, but you have to, you know, we can't afford to send you abroad. We can't afford $15,000 just to send you there. And then, you know, you'd have your living costs. So we said, well, you know, there's options. You can do like a GoFundMe. You can talk to relatives. You can rent go a movie. Th- <laughs> rent a
2: movie? <laughs> rent a movie. Here, this is what England looks
1: like. <laughs> well, actually, she's talking Australia.
2: Australia. Oh, down under, mate.
1: So yeah, you know, but we're like, oh. you know, and then all of a sudden, her her wanting to do that got a little bit less. It's not completely off her radar yet, but you know, the kids don't. And I don't know if your kids are the same way, but they don't. Well, your younger ones probably are because they don't know at this point, but. I don't know if cats the same way, but they don't realize that money has to come from somewhere. Yeah, we're trying to drill that one into her
2: because she wants to move out and move in with some friends. Mm-hmm. And she's got the typical 18-year-old part-time job, you know, minimum wage, works a couple hours a week.
1: Yeah, that's not going to pay for rent and heat and lights and car. food and car. and. Of course, she is, she
2: is doing the, at this moment, the typical move in with 101 friends, cram them as many as you can and...
1: Six deep. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Just beat the fire code. You know. Yeah. But, you know, so it's interesting. So Emma, Emma, you know, has definitely decided the college way. Molly's actually talking about a gap year, which... Nothing wrong with that to get money. No, exactly. You know, because she doesn't want to go to... She doesn't want to stay in the States. She wants to go to California or to England <laughs> for college. Potato, um, potato. You know, and and it's funny because we're like... But she wanted to go to California to get away from the weather here. Because with, you know, her ailments, the weather affects yeah. them quite a bit. So she wanted to go to California because the weather would be nice and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Makes sense. England? Where it's always rainy and gray and yeah. nasty and... Humid, cold, picky. yeah. You know, it's like, you might not want to go there.
2: Might uh, want to think something a little sunnier.
1: Yeah, you know, and so I was... I, <laughs> You know, I don't want to dissuade the girls from following those things they want to do. Exactly. But there is a reality that has to go with them.
2: And see, that's my husband. I'm the go for your dreams, have fun, make mistakes, enjoy. And there's my husband. What the bleep are you thinking? <laughs> so, my, so, And knowing your husband,
1: husband he actually says bleep.
2: He, he, yes, he, he, he wouldn't say the actual word. He would just say bleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think in the entire time I've known your husband, which is a lot of years... I have heard him I, swear once, and I, it was a it was it was a hell. Yeah, that was probably about the worst. I think
2: I've maybe heard him say an actual bad word once or twice the entire time I've known him. Wow.
1: And you see him all the time.
2: I probably say more than that in my sleep.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and according to him, I do. I, I swear like a sailor apparently when he wakes me up.
1: Well, you know. Here's uh, Don't wake me up. <laughs> there you go. I too um, am a swear I'm a person that swears i I don't shy away from that I try to keep my language relatively clean on this podcast now my music podcast is a whole <laughs> different story um, so if, if you're into me listening to me swear you can go check out musically challenged um, and also good music we we do a nice variety of music on there but um, but other than that you know I, since the last time, let's see, last time you were on, I didn't have three podcasts. I had one. <laughs> I had this one. I now have three of them. I have my my uh, Whose Podcast, which is the one we're doing right now. I have my Musically Challenged, which is another weekly uh, music podcast. And then I do one called uh, 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 Want to Hear Something Interesting, which is actually a, uh, another one where we don't swear a whole lot because we do historical... Um, or interesting topics of actual teaching something. We're not just talking about it. We're actually giving you, um, you know, scientific backing to what we're talking about. Oh, so, I know what
2: you got to do. Your next one. Then. What's that? You got to do it on swearing. Though. How I bite my thumb at thee and such things. Oh, like
1: all the like yes. swearing throughout the ages. Exactly. That. You know what? Let me drop that down. <laughs> That's not, not a bad idea. <laughs> and then we get to swear. Exactly. Throughout the ages. That would be kind of cool. Because there's words out there. And and I love base words. um, And and I'm going to say a bad word here. So if you have your kids listening with you, plug their ears here for a second. But the word fuck, Mm -hmm. which now is, you know, nasty, dirty, sexy kind of thing. Back in the day, it was an English root word that meant to hit someone. So you would take a stick, you would pick up a stick, and you would fuck someone. Something new
2: every day.
1: Exactly, and it's one of those things where it's like, even though you know that, you know you can't use it in that way because, you know, it's just one of those. It's one of those words that have evolved over time, and starting in like the 1920s in in America, go us, we would uh, start using it as a, as a slang for sex, and now it's just a word that can be used for any part of speech. It is multi-purpose. You can use it as a noun, as a verb, as an adjective. Oh, yeah. It's it's one of those very multi-purpose words, but people kind of look down on you if you use it, like, all the time. Right.
2: <laughs> and it's the only word you use in the sentence. <laughs> you could probably use it as every word in the sentence. You,
1: but... <laughs> well, not quite, but um, I do have a friend, and he has a shirt. And on it, it just says, fuck you, you fucking fuckers. <laughs> and that's, like, five different types yeah. of,
2: of parts of the language, language. Of the language yeah. yeah
1: so it's like okay i get it but i could not wear that shirt oh could you see me wearing that shirt to work <laughs> no to work <laughs> no i couldn't see your husband letting you out of the house with that shirt
2: i, I couldn't see my husband letting me own that shirt without burning it
1: <laughs> there is that there is that so um Speaking of your husband, how are things going with his, um, deacon-in, deacons, de- deaconship? Deacons, yeah. de- deacon deacon-internship? I don't know how you would pronounce
2: it. I, I, Yeah, uh, becoming yeah. a deacon. We'll go with that. Good, good. He, this is theoretically his last year. Okay. He's got one last year of schooling, and then next fall, if all things go well, we go through the board of scrutinies again. Uh, that doesn't sound ominous or anything. That
1: does sound a little, <laughs> that sounds very, um... Nobody, uh, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah,
2: pretty much. <laughs> Great group of people, though. They really are. They're really nice. They just ask a lot of questions.
1: Well, and, and that's kind of their job, I think, by just be called, being called the uh, Board of, of scrutiny. scrutiny. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Go he's got a year left doing that. And then is it something where once he becomes a deacon that they're going to move him somewhere?
2: No, thankfully. They don't normally move the deacons, so there's a good chance he'll be in Wausau, hopefully at St. Therese, because we don't have a deacon, deacon there already. That, right. We actually have a lot of deacons in town, which I didn't realize a lot of the churches already do. So that would be nice. So he already lives at work, so after this, he might as well move in. <laughs> it's a good thing when we only live two blocks away. You'll
1: have to get him a cot for his office. Yeah.
2: Get on that table he bought.
1: <laughs> well, as a deacon, then, will he continue to be the DRE, will, or yeah. will they have to give that... Oh, so he'll have to do double... Yeah, he'll just pretty much do what he's
2: doing now and add a few extra things. Uh, so Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, well, he actually has it much easier than most of the guys, because a lot of people who are deacons are, if they're not retired, and a lot of them are, they end up uh, working their full-time job, and then they go and they do the deacon thing, and that's not a paid position.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
2: That's all for the love of the people.
1: That blows my mind. I did not realize deacons were not paid.
2: They are not paid.
1: That, uh...
2: You are paid in love and otherworldly rewards.
1: <laughs> Your paycheck's waiting in heaven?
2: Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I can eat beans and
1: rice here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what else? I mean, what else has been going on? Hey, I met my half-sister today. You have a half sister?
2: Have I, I, you heard about this? No. Oh, I got a picture of her on my camera. I'll have to show you. Unfortunately, people, you won't be able to see her. Um, for the record, I'm 41. My half sister, her second birthday was today.
1: <laughs> the look on Chad's face, I really could have wished I could have got that in healthy while he was still drinking his soda. So, I'm, I'm guessing this is from your dad. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: You don't even know where to go with that, do I you? don't. I don't know what to
1: say. I mean, I've met your dad. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My dad. My dad. My parents are divorced people. So, yes. And my it's dad. For quite a while now, haven't they been? Yeah. They've been since Kat was little. So, I yeah. think. Oh, since she was like kindergarten or so.
1: Yeah. I think my parents have been divorced. I know they were separated when I got married. And I've been married for 21 years. So. Yeah. Or almost 21 years. So, yeah. They've been divorced, I think. 12 or 15 years something like that it's a little different it's not like a little kid i mean i was 20 well i can figure this out so i was 25 when they got divorced so i am 41 so they've been divorced for 16 years yeah math
2: math i can't do that right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so they've been divorced 16 years my dad's been remarried for six
2: i think oh my dad's not remarried
1: My dad's not having a kid, though, so... (laughs)
2: That's true, that's true. So, yes, uh, I think her name is Myra?
1: The half-sister? The the half-sister, yes. Myra.
2: Myra. Oh, yes. She has a lovely, interesting North of Merrill name.
1: (laughs) My dad moved up north a few years back. uh, Is that really a... uh, God, how would you even say that? Is that really a, a region that has a naming possibility? The North of Merrill names? <laughs> the
2: North of Merrill names. Mm. Regional. Regional. We'll say regional. There we go. Regional. There we go. That, that way I won't get killed by the people in Merrill right now. <laughs> well, it was North of Merrill,
1: so. You know, the people yeah. in Merrill anyway, they're so high on meth, they're not going to kill you.
2: I I was very surprised. I have seen them on internet things for, like, most drugs, something or other. And, and Yeah, there,
1: the, the the meth problem in Merrill is real people. Um if you're from Merrill and you don't do meth, go you. Yes, keep do do not send me emails yelling at me. If I'm wrong, send me an email a nice email saying, Hey, you're wrong. These are the real stats. Yes, please but. send the stats too and and document because I'm kinda of curious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh let's see, other than that, let's see what else is new. Um I get to go to I get to go to St. Louis next month. And Nikki might come with me. Ooh. That might be fun. Vacation. No, work. But she vacation for her. No, because I'm supposed to go the week of our anniversary.
2: Oh. See, Mike and I do that around his birthday. We usually go to lacrosse.
1: Okay. So, yeah, it's supposed to be the week of our anniversary. So, I'll go down and I'll work Monday through Wednesday. And if she comes along, then we'll spend Thursday, Friday, and Saturday probably in St. Louis. You know, just as a little, like, vacation, whatever. Yeah. Um Didn't you just and then, have a vacation? You went to Minnesota. What's that? <laughs> you
2: went to Minnesota. You just had a vacation. Yeah, I was in
1: Minnesota <laughs> for like 16 hours. Oh, jeez. What more do you want? <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that, you know, it's been kind of nice. It was actually a funny story. We were going to go to St. Louis for our honeymoon. So we jumped in the car, and we started on our way to St. Louis. We got as far as about halfway through. We were actually – on the highway that kind of comes off of fifty one and heads towards St. Louis and there was a uh a, a wayside and you know they used to have all the old packets and stuff in there. Oh, yeah. We stopped and I found one with Superman on the front of it. Sweet. And so I pull it out and I'm like, Metropolis, Illinois. There's a Metropolis, Illinois, there's a Metropolis <laughs> kind of thing, you know. She's like, Alright, so let's go. So vroom, we 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 missed St. Louis by like eighty miles. <laughs>
2: It's
1: so close. You it's so close. We, we head down to Metropolis, Illinois, which is right across the river from Paducah, Kentucky. I mean, it is oh. down on the very tip. Okay. So we spent a day and a half in Metropolis. We would have spent a little more time, but there was uh, uh, riverboat casinos that I couldn't get on because we didn't have license to prove that she was my legal guardian because I wasn't 21 yet.
2: Cradle robber.
1: Yeah. And then there was the spider.
2: Thinking
1: of cradles. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jacob's got something to say. That's what like Jacob thinks of you taking a vacation. Oh, buddy. Okay. But um, you know, and so then there was also a uh, we we woke up in the hotel the the first morning afterwards. Do you remember
2: how
0: you got there?
1: Yes. Oh, but there was I was just, I, I threw my feet off the edge of the bed and I was gonna you know step down to go to the bathroom and I could swear I saw the spider zip under the bed.
2: Uh, and I'm like. That's a big spider, you know, if you're feet,
1: noticing it. Yeah, yeah. So it gets better. So I, I pull my feet back up quick because, people, I hate spiders with a passion. And Amen, big,
2: hallelujah.
1: And <laughs> big spiders, I hate even more. So I pull my feet back up quick, right, and I grab my – at that time, I was in my, my hiking boot phase. So I grab my hiking boot <laughs> and I kind of look down underneath the bed, you know, and all that's coming in is an early morning light. Because I didn't want to get off the bed to turn on the light, because that wasn't going to happen if there was a spider under there.
2: And the cockroach with the shotgun came out?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I I look under there, right, and there is a spider about the size of my fist. Ah. And it's kind of leaned back, because it could see me, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of leaned back, and it barked at me twice. I kid you not, it, like, made, like, a barking sound.
2: Okay, it's like a tarantula, you know?
1: (laughs) So... I said, Nikki, there's a spider in there. And she's like, okay. So she kind of pokes her head over and she looks and she's like, yep, there's a spider under there. So I'm like, I really need a shower. I gave her my boot. I jumped from the bed we were on to the other bed, <laughs> onto the linoleum and into the shower, right? And I took like a 30-second shower. You know, it's like the old Carlin, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> teeth, teeth, armpits, crotch, and asshole. Yeah, pretty much. You know, kind of thing. And, uh... Dude,
2: I had to a bottle of water and I'd be in my car.
1: <laughs> so I... So I jump back across the bed then. And Nikki jumps across the bed and she goes, takes a, you know, another quick shower. She comes back. We get dressed on our bed. So imagine that. We're getting... We're pulling on clothes on top of...
2: You know Spiders
1: the... Climb, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were watching. And so... And this thing kept barking under there. It was the weirdest thing, right? So we finally... We get all our stuff together... And we jump off the bed to the door, and we're out the door. It's like 5.30 in the morning. I go into the thing to check out, and I'm like, we're leaving? I think there's a spider? I said, there's a spider? This, And I told the lady what it, you know, what it looked <laughs> like. She goes, oh, it's probably not poisonous. <laughs> probably. I'm like, I'm from up north. Nothing gets that big. Not spider-wise, anyway. Yeah, you know? not
2: spider-wise, yeah.
1: So... We, we take off we go to Paducah, Kentucky had some of the best uh, morning cement ever so that's what I call um, uh, biscuits and gravy oh. So I love biscuits and gravy but oh, so really gross. you're you're taking this big you know hearty biscuit mm-hmm. you're taking this paste type you know gravy and you mix it together and you're just putting cement in your stomach.
2: Yeah pretty much
1: but that's it was taste tastes like <laughs> uh, see I really like it but it was it was it was really good. Uh, we did that and then we kept driving we got lost in kentucky we got lost or not not in kentucky yeah in kentucky we got lost in kentucky exactly that's a that's a different story i'll tell you sometime but so anyway we we go down to tennessee we cross the river we start up north we're driving through missouri we get to just outside of of st louis and there's six flags over mid-america which is about 20 at the time was about 20 miles outside of st louis so that night when we got up there, we stayed at the jellystone that was right across from nice, nice. the Six Flags. Uh, we went to Six Flags in the morning. We spent way much more money than we thought we were going to, or we should have, yeah. but it was a blast. you know, we were on a honeymoon. we did everything you know, like we're
2: still talking about entertainment, yes, right? oh, yeah, well, <laughs> sorry, folks I had to go
1: there <laughs> uh you know we did it was like we paid extra to see a dinner theater, we paid extra to. Go to some little concert thing they had going on, you know, it was just like whatever. It's like, well, let's do that. I think we ate about sixteen funnel cakes that day, you know, just <laughs> whatever we wanted to do, we did. Hey, of course, good to be young. yeah, but of course, we went through a lot of money. So we get back to the to the campground that night, and we're kind of counting our money, and we're like, Ooh. we're going home in the morning. So we <laughs> missed St. Louis by twenty miles. So we missed St. Louis on both sides, and we've never been there in the wow. time we've been married. So. I just happen to have a job that came up in St. Louis, so I'm going to go down to that job to, uh, since it's a union job, so I'm going down to make sure that the work was done correctly and stuff. So I don't actually get to do, quote unquote, any work, but I have to go check it out and that kind of stuff. And then I'm having a, my quarterly meeting that I usually have in Columbus, um, Ohio, I'm going to have with the guy that I meet in Columbus because he'll be on this job too, so we're just going to do it in St. Louis.
0: Nice.
1: So it's just, it's it's really kind of a weird thing, but... But that's my story of St. Louis, and that's that's how I've missed St. Louis. I've never been there.
2: Why do I keep thinking of what was it? That's was it six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon or whatever it is? Why do I
1: keep thinking? Of? <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and the uh, the uh, the bowling hall of fame is in St. Louis. Well, there you go. And my dad happens to be in the bowling hall of fame he
2: on the wall of three
1: hundreds. Yep. Yeah, he had his 300. He's never been down there, so while we're down there, I'm hoping to get there and at least get a picture of his plaque for him. So, because, you know, dad's getting old, as, you know, all our parents Dad, are. Dad, we're never getting old. <laughs> Do you remember that when I talked about 30 years in the beginning?
2: <laughs> okay, now now keep in mind, your oldest just graduated. Yep. You have one more. Yep. And you're how old?
1: I am 41. When Molly graduates, I will be 43.
2: Okay, what's 41 plus 18? Old. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to be when this one graduates.
1: And Your when's the next one? Kids
2: will be soon. <laughs> and
1: when's the next one?
2: Um, you never know. <laughs> Depends on how much of a sense of humor God has. <laughs> oh.
1: that, that's just starting to edge on just cruel.
2: No, could you imagine a girl? Where would we go with a girl in our
1: house? <laughs> you would have to buy a new house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be mean, but... We're stacking up like cordwood. Yeah. <laughs> well, and when she was young, it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. But by the time she got to be nine or ten or something, she's going to want her own space. Yeah,
2: without her brothers hovering.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. Look at you! He's awake. Yeah, wide awake. He's like, what is this? Next podcaster right there. Jacob Lambrecht.
2: Oh, dude, we'll be doing that mental telepathy by the time
1: he's. <laughs> Possibly. All right. So, anything else with you guys? Um, I'm just trying to think. You got the new job, so you work at daycare now. Yeah,
2: and I are in the same building. My husband and I.
1: Wow. Do you guys do like lunch together?
2: Um, we used to. <laughs> I nurse, as I've mentioned before, so that's my pumping time. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Yay. I see. I see. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So, what else you got? Anything?
2: Man, I, I know my my big zinger was the half sister thing. I thought you knew about that. No. Yeah, she's she's a little cutie. Yeah. She's a little cutie.
1: That's kind of.
2: I found about and my my favorite is how I found out about her it was a great way. What's that? We were. What well, was probably about what two years ago? <laughs> a Little under, and my uncle passed away on my okay. mom's side. And so I go to the funeral. And as I'm leaving, I talk to my older brother. And he goes, uh, did Dad send you any pictures? Any any texts? I'm like, no. And he shows me these pictures, or tells me about them. I can't remember which. As I'm walking out, apparently my dad sent him a drunk text with pictures saying, this is your sister.
1: Interesting.
2: Suffice to to say, doesn't look like me. (laughs) And so I instantly sick my daughter on him. I go home, and I tell Cat, Cat, you might want to ask your grandfather if he has a baby. And she instantly freaked out and texted or called him, I can't remember which, and confirmed that, yes, he had a baby.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All I can really say about that is I've met your father. (laughs) and logic escapes me
2: yeah I'm thinking beer goggles aren't big enough but apparently paychecks are I don't know (laughs) Uh,
1: maybe I don't know but
2: oh did I mention that the child's mother could be my daughter
1: that that young huh she and legally (laughs) wow
2: so I think she was 18 or 19
1: (laughs) I think Logic really escapes now. <laughs> I mean, I was never a big fan of your dad's. Um, even when we were kids I wasn't a bi- I yeah, liked I your mom. I, I I really liked your mom. I still like your mom. Run yeah. into her every once in a while. Oh yeah. But I just down the road. <laughs> but uh anyway, so I don't know. Why don't we uh why don't we call this a wrap? Yeah, this one's getting closer. Alright, so next week I'm gonna be bringing back Lou Schwalbach. Uh, Louis, is somewhat of a regular on this show. I think he's been here four or five times. It'll be fun to see what he's up to. Uh, Make sure to watch for that one. So, you ever wonder to yourself, how do I let this guy know how much I like or hate his podcast? Or think to yourself, man, I'd love to be a guest on this podcast. I have a great idea for a topic. Well, you're in luck. There are two ways for you to reach out to me. First, send me an email at Whose Podcast Is It at gmail.com and leave me a message. Or if you're more into the social media stuff, you can find me on Facebook at POI Network or at Whose Podcast Is It Anyway. Either way, I look forward to hearing from you. And now we'll end this episode like we end every episode with Quote of the Day. I get all my quotes from www.brainyquotes.com. Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, God Almighty, I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Patrick Henry was an American attorney, planter, and politician who became known as an orator during the Movement for Independence in Virginia. A founding father, he served as the first and sixth post-colonial governor of Virginia from 1776 to 1779 and from 1784 to 1786. Henry led the opposition to the Stamp Act in 1765 and is remembered for his Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death speech. Along with Samuel Adams and Thomas Paine, he is regarded as one of the most influential champions of republicanism and an enthusiastic promoter of the American Revolution and its fight for independence. And on that note, I am going to say goodnight, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week.